0: Yes, this is for The Love Witch.
1: Yes, welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. I'm here with a very special guest. She works for Industry Horror, making social media creation. It's not just any ordinary content. And you could say she's our social media sorceress. It is Maddie. Welcome, Maddie. So, what movie are we going to be talking about with our fellow industry horror here today?
0: We're going to be talking about The Love Witch.
1: (laughs) The Love Witch, a surprising 2016 movie not made in the 1970s, but that could have fooled anyone.
0: Yes, one of my favorites.
1: Ah, uh, That's why you recommend this movie. It's one of your favorites. Would you say like top ten?
0: Yeah, actually. I put it on every week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Well, uh, for me, this was my first time actually watching it, and uh, I'll have to say I I didn't expect on what I got from what I watched from the trailers. That's that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, have any? Do you have any uh, questions about it? Anything that confused you about it? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, to be honest, at first, it, to me, when I first watched it, I, I kind of watched it a couple of times, you know, just to make sure I got the idea of the movie and everything. And at first, it to me, it seemed somehow this was originally supposed to be a movie for more older adult type of movie at that was a beginning concept, and they realized, hey, we can get this in Sundance. <laughs> that, that's what it seemed like to me at first. But uh, re-watching it a second time, I realized that was not the case. And even watching a couple of interviews with the director... Uh, Anna Biller. It seemed that was the original intention, uh, even from pre-production.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, what confused me about the whole film, um, is that I heard that she did everything herself, like her whole team abandoned her, and. She just had to, like, do everything, like, the wardrobe, um, set locations. And I'm just like, wow, how could she do all this by herself? It seems like multiple people worked on it, but it's really just her.
1: Well, that explains why there was a uh, writer, director, costume designer. <laughs> I'm not, I was just waiting around to see boom mic operator, Anna Biller. <laughs> <You> know, <somehow. laughs> she did it all.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially like how it was filmed. I mean, the cinematography by by golly. I mean, she really made it feel like the late sixties, early seventies aesthetic. I mean, by golly.
0: Yeah. That's also the confusing part. It's so good that, like, it confused me for, like, weeks. Like, being like, this was made in 2016, not in the 70s. Like, it took me a while to get used to it.
1: Maybe we should think of, instead of trying to make a remake after remake, maybe uh, maybe we should think of not just Hollywood, but for even independent movies uh, as well, that we should try to make a movie that looks at a different time, but we're in our current, uh, you know, current current timeline.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's definitely unique.
1: I mean, we could definitely kind of, sort of, <laughs> you know, pull off like a 1930s <laughs> movie these days, because it kind of feels <laughs> like that right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really
1: Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, no. Um. So I was going to ask you, what was your favorite part of the film?
1: Hmm. Uh, that's an excellent question. I I really enjoy the beginning. It, it's a it's a great shot, and for a lot of people, it kind of reminds them of a Hitchcock, you know, style. Uh, you know, style of a movie. You know, her in the car smoking and you know uh, I kind of enjoyed that shot, but my favorite scene i'm I'm not gonna lie I am not gonna lie I'm a guy you know uh, I really enjoyed uh let's see let me let me look it up here i I enjoyed the scene where she kinda does her occult thing and she's wearing this uh not too bad looking, a uh, black negligee with her like a red stone necklace. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she looks she looks great in it. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she does. Um, I think my favorite part is the whole like scene where they bump into that circus crowd when she was like on a date and they did a mock wedding. I think that's like the coolest part of the movie in my opinion.
1: I thought that was kind of like a renaissance fair. Like like they were doing like a summer celebration. Uh you know Yeah not yeah. circus.
0: Well yeah well I've yeah okay. <laughs>
1: No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cheating. I, I have notes in front of me, so I, that's why I only.
0: <laughs> You're fine. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I gotta let you in know on a little secret. I'm actually really obsessed with this movie. Um, I visited some of the like filming locations. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, like some, like the house and then the store she went to. Um, I even met the. Cast um, at this Burbank event, they had oh, like, wow. yeah, they had a meet and greet. So they were all really nice.
1: <laughs> Did you get to meet the director as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, she was really nice. I like. It was a really good experience.
1: It's really good. Uh, also, this movie kind of reminded me at some points of Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, it, <laughs> there are definitely some scenes that remind. Yeah. Uh, of I, eyes I, wide shut.
0: Yeah, I agree. The ritual scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so hmm I have a question. Okay. What is like a scene that it was like your least favorite you thought it was like a little problematic?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I'm trying to recollect. Like even in front of me, I, to, there's a part of the movie, but I mean, I'm just being kind of nitpicky. But I felt that there was more chemistry between Connie and Griff. I'm just kind of frustrated that uh, we don't get uh, kind of that uh, with the fact that look, I like Elaine. But Elaine and Griff didn't really fit together. And if it wasn't for Elaine, we could have probably might have gotten a spin-off movie with Connie and Griff, you know? Maybe even Griff could look down for more of the, more of the witches, you know, and stuff. Yeah. Totally. I, I think, I don't really have, like, I can't really think of any worse part that I could think of. It, it's just, might have been like, you go like, okay, this guy's getting a little bit too carried away, you know, kissing, you know, like, I know he's in the occult, but this is ridiculous, you you know? (laughs) Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't really have any complaints. I mean, I guess for me is that, Um, I think the first sex scene there was, it went on a little too long and it made me a little uncomfy. Um, (laughs) but that's about it.
1: Oh yeah, with the, with the professor, with the, with the professor, right?
0: Yeah. Um, that was something.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, there were a lot of, you know, sex scenes in this movie and a lot of nudity. I mean, for a lot of people, they they come to the conclusion. This was originally going to be an adult film, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but in a way, I think the director, like as you know, seeing behind the scenes, I think she was more trying to look. I'm not brows held high. You know, he did a fantastic. You know, deep down. A discussion of what this movie is about. I, I am not that, but I, I could kind of like the second rewatch, I could kind of see, okay, yeah, a little bit more of, of having the feminine be more in, you know, more in control than the guys. Like I, I can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, Yeah. Um, Tell me, what are more of your thoughts? Like, I'd love to know.
1: I really appreciate, you know, storytelling-wise, usually when someone borrows someone's room or is in their house, usually you never get to see that character in the movie at all. So I really appreciate that. They actually put in Barbara. They didn't have to, but I'm kind of really glad they they did because uh, she really kind of moved the plot along as well. I, I, there's not really much wrong you could say with this movie. I'm not going to say this is the most perfect movie ever because let's face it, there is no such thing as a perfect movie. I don't care what people say about The Godfather. The Godfather has their, has their lousy moments as well.
0: Yes, agreed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I really, I, I kind of also enjoy the fact of with, with the second rewatch, I could actually really enjoy a lot more of the movie. The first time around, I was like, okay, kind of look for this plot, you know, like added, like, okay, that's that plot. The second time around, I got to enjoy and immerse in the world building that was made in this movie. And I actually kind of appreciate with the kind of the message of because Elaine, by the way, spoilers ahead, people, Elaine tries to use sex magic as a love spell. And I think that's a great message because a lot of people and even including myself, sometimes we mix sex with love and sometimes that's actually two different things. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. And also, like, I could kind of see, to be honest, I, <laughs> when I first asked you about this movie, I'm like, are you trying to give me a hint what you want to wear for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: Maybe. Someday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
0: and there's so many good costumes you can do, so you just never know I could. Dress I mean, up.
1: I, I know you can pull pull off and maybe even maybe even make them a little bit better, but I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah um, <laughs> but yeah, I wish I could see more um, independent films directed by women more because it's pretty inspiring for sure.
1: Alright, well, Maddie, since this is one of your favorite movies, and if somehow there was a sequel, first off, would you want a sequel to this movie?
0: Um, That's very hard. I mean, one one part of me says yes, and then the other part of me says that it's Way too perfect to have a sequel.
1: Was well, somehow there was a mini series?
0: A mini series? <laughs> like Little Adventures of Elaine before she went to her Eureka home. I would absolutely love a mini series.
1: <laughs> or um, maybe even from one of the characters, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has enough of a following to how people want that, so, like, I mean, of course, if it's, like, a mini series of any character, I think it would get a lot of attention.
1: I would've, to be honest, I would've, uh, before I watched this movie, I was, like, looking, you know, I was getting near the end of the movie, like, you know what? If, if they have Griff, sorry, spoilers ahead, people... If they had Griff, that could make an interesting miniseries. And then I saw the end. And I'm like, well, so much for that.
0: I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, miniseries. It, I feel like there should be like more. Like I feel like there should be more. More stuff like this in the world, because it's very unique.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, you know, after, like, the fifth time around, you know, everyone being nude, it it doesn't really bother afterwards, like, both, you know, for both genders, and ah, shoot. (laughs) Uh, I mean, any gender, excuse me, any gender.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So if you were to meet any character in real life, who would it be?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, man, but I gotta say Elaine. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Elaine. Yeah, yeah, Elaine, especially uh, that one scene where she wears that. She she looks like she kind of looks a little bit of a more, Morticia, but yeah. younger, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, she does look like Morticia.
1: Yeah, Samantha Robinson does a great job. She also... Samantha Robinson does a great job acting-wise as well. You know, you could tell that she was casted a whole lot more, you know, just just a uh, pretty face you know the (laughs) she she does an excellent job especially that scene with let me see i think her name was trish and they were in that they were in that tea tea room right
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah she does a excellent job with dialogue like i i had no idea where she was going but i mean it's like okay all right i'm i'm in (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I mean I feel like the whole film also gives off Lana Del Rey vibes and yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I heard a lot of YouTube comments on with, with the trailer at first I was like maybe the reason why everyone kept on saying Lana Del Rey because I was like okay who, who's the actress that plays Elaine Samantha uh, Robinson is that another name for Lana Del Rey because because, you know, sometimes people have more than one name. <laughs> and like, no? Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they look similar. So maybe that's why people keep commenting.
1: Also, she kind of reminds me of a stand-up comedian I, I saw one time. At a comedy club, she almost looks similar. To her. It, it's just crazy.
0: Oh, right. Really? I'll,
1: I'll send you. I'll send you a picture, and and you could be the judgment for yourself.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Like I could. It's almost kind of scary, almost twin-like, and the, and they're not twins. <laughs> it's just <laughs> crazy how people can be from different backgrounds and still end up looking similar to other people (laughs) yeah all right
0: who's the comedian
1: uh her name is kiana kiana yeah i'll i'll send you a picture and and you can see okay
0: (laughs) okay yeah for sure
1: I another thing that I also enjoyed enjoyed this movie was how they found a way to make that painting into a plot point. That big painting with the, with the you know the guy is on the ground, he's slain, and the woman holding in one hand a sword and the other a heart, and they they find a way to have have that be part of the the main plot of the movie which i found interesting
0: yeah yeah it's totally cool how that connects Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, to be honest i wouldn't be able to redraw that and find a i know you would love that to be on an industry horror shirt but that Uh, might be a little bit too big
0: i know i wish or something similar
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Um. so do you have any other things to say about the film?
1: Okay, there is one character I actually didn't like. I didn't like Richard, okay? <laughs> I understand what his point was. I just didn't like his point. Oh, Richard. It's not uh, <laughs> guy... It's, yeah. Guys don't want to cheat, but they want something that is exciting or can keep them on their toes, you know, once in a while. I, I mean, that, that gets kind of lost. I mean, I kind of even said this on one of the other industry horror coffee cast episodes where actually I, I talked to Tristan about a movie and, and I was saying, because in one of the Frankenstein movies for Hammer films, hmm the plot point was, this was Dr. Frankenstein had a fiancé, and also he was cheating with the maid. And I said, you know what, just save yourself the trouble and just have, you know, role-play. You know, have your fiancé role-play as a maid, you know? Yeah. Goes a long way, and you don't end up cheating.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm- I mean, I feel like um, Miley's fake favorite character is probably the Professor. I think he was just some random man that she ran into and just lusted after and didn't really have a connection. Yeah.
1: It, it felt, you know, to be honest, when I first looked at him, I kind of thought he was somehow Jason Momoa's brother somehow. He kind of looked similar. Oh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was so great talking about this film.
1: What what would you rate it?
0: I would rate it probably a strong 9.
1: Oh, I I do I do uh like a five-star system kind of way.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. Um is
1: four and a half stars. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, actually, before we wrap up, I I would like to discuss the ending because the ending still gets to me. I. So, is it supposed to be that she knows she's in deep trouble that she? imagines that she's in another world? Is it a dreamlike sequence? Because I noticed that with the camera shot, they kind of uh, semi-tone. Uh, I do believe that's what they call it. Uh, you know, the, the, the camera shot of Elaine. And so I'm just wondering with your opinion, uh, what do you think the ending of the movie meant?
0: Um, You mean when... Um when they're panel, um, redoing the renaissance scenes, but, like, it just looked dreamlike. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was her just, like, thinking and reminiscing on the good times before she killed him. Um,
1: oh. Yeah. Well, I am a little bit deeper than that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what
0: were your thoughts?
1: <laughs> uh... Uh, I I just, I I didn't think of it as reminiscing. (laughs) I just thought, uh, I kind of thought it was what she thought she would end up having. That's what I saw from that. But now recollecting, reminiscing kind of makes a little bit more sense. She knows that she's doomed, and so she's trying to look back at good memories and, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know, to be honest, it would have been a nice touch to kind of have a little bit of a siren sound. It, it makes a whole difference knowing, oh, yeah, she, she's going to be in trouble or well, – yeah, but that's me, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, you know, like, I think the whole ending is left on what happens to her because she's just sitting there and she's like, oh, God, like – I just killed my love or whatever. And she's just staring off in the distance like she lost her mind. But yeah. And I think that's my thoughts on that.
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm pontificating right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm at the microphone. Hmm, yes. I don't know, this movie actually made me think of a lot of stuff. Uh, You know, some things that I'm uncomfortable thinking about, you know, but I kind of appreciate that kind of has me thinking about a lot of stuff that usually makes me uncomfortable. A lot of people usually make jokes around, hey, I just watched the trailer and you have seen the whole entire movie. You might have felt you've seen the whole entire movie, but please, people, do check out this movie because it's a lot more than what you... There's more than what seems to the eye.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which... um, I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, and if you're a cinematographer, there's a great scene that, that involves with, yes, your least liked character, the professor, but... It does have a great sequence with Rainbow Lighting. I I never expected that, to to be honest. And... Pretty shot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, I also have another question. Yeah, this movie has got me talking about a lot of stuff. But when I was watching, I... I was thinking maybe somehow she was oblivious that she ended up killing these guys.
0: Yeah, I thought that too. You know, like she didn't know that they were dead or like w- what could have happened. Like, you know, like they probably did it to themselves or it was natural causes and not her doing it. I thought that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they. I, I kind of wish to kind of left it you know, let the audience decide whether she was... Because they kind of... Yeah, she kind of knew. It's like, okay. Um, well, that makes it a whole lot different.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I feel like they should have made her look oblivious to that.
1: What do you mean this ended up killing him? I, I just wanted to come a cake and he was just in the way.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah. well not that oblivious that's a bad example of
0: well yeah I know I, mean, I feel like she should have I don't know they should have made it like more of a mystery on like how they're dying
1: yeah actually yeah. I just realized you know, I didn't talk about Trish that much and it, you know it's kind of a rarity that you know, a character actually gets to come up this in some way. But Trish getting some type of revenge by slapping Elaine. You know, that that's better than nothing.
0: Yeah. Oh, so if we do ever get a sequel, I feel like the sequel should be Trish, like, hunting down Elaine. And then maybe they become lovers in the end.
1: I don't know, but I feel like that should be a sequel. Like, like, Trisha, so you're going to go with what I like to call the theory of, sorry people, I'm about to cuss. So, between the difference, because there is a thin line, there is a line of, of, or like, screwing, screw you and i want to screw you yeah there's a line (laughs) so so you're going with that
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i feel like um throughout the movie they did insinuate that Elaine and trish had some type of connection romantically in a way oh really i i
1: i kind of did not see that to be honest
0: um, well, I guess I, I did.
1: And that's the beauty of a film. You know, sometimes, especially with independent films as this, sometimes the audience can come up with what they actually think happened in the movie sometimes, and that can be kind of fun. It's like, choose your own adventure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: For example, I thought, you know, the ending... You thought she was just reminiscing. I thought she was uh, what I mentioned before. I, I'm now kind of blanking here what I mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and also, it kind of reminds me of an infamous film in some way. Uh, it for some bizarre reason, this popped in my head. It kind of reminded me of the room with the roles reversed and better acted, and it's with a witch instead of a Tommy Wiseau.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, the room that is definitely a movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's definitely, I think, the acting has a similar vibe to the room. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have any other questions? I'd love to answer.
1: Uh do you have any questions for me while I'm looking for a question?
0: <laughs> um um let me let me think of one. What would you want to see more of? I feel like we've kind of talked about it but like at the same time we didn't. Like
1: what i would kind of want to see more of like the backstory of the characters that ended up dying so that way we kind of understand you know where they were coming from we get to see trish and richard before elaine came around maybe that professor you know to kind of understand a little bit or we might end up you know not liking the professor at all and like oh thank goodness elaine you know caught (laughs) on to his tricks you know of using that cabin
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And maybe even a prequel to how Elaine got part of the occult. And we could obviously have Barbara, you know, be the one that convinces her and stuff. Cause seems like Elaine seems like Barbara would be the type of person that would immediately jump to action and just go, Oh, hello there. I see someone that could be part of our, you know, and and go from there. I, I think If anything, it should be a prequel, not a sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How Elaine got part of the occult. And maybe she might even end up having another husband, you know? Or maybe that same husband that they mentioned before, you know? And she was with her husband, and then she became part of the occult. And then her husband got, you know, worried a bit, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, I mean that would be great, but I don't I, I don't think that could be a possibility. They definitely need to get the director's approval of that, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm like starting to realize as we're talking, I feel like Barbara and the professor are like evil in a way.
1: Barbara Like Oh yeah, Barbara, Barbara, because I mentioned her before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> So, there's a lot. There's a lot of characters in this movie.
0: Yeah, there is, which is cool.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not complaining. I'm just. I'm just. It's just sometimes you go like, oh, I think I'm talking about Trish. No, I'm talking about Barbara. Okay, I'm talking about Trish now. No, I'm still talking about Barbara.
0: <laughs> but like, you know, Barbara seems to be brainwashed in this cult-like witch coven, and I feel like she's kind of evil in a way. Because of, like, what happened to Elaine, like, Elaine got sexually assaulted while doing um a ritual, and I think Barbara was there just watching it happen, so that's pretty evil, in a way. um And then as for the professor, I have a little theory, is that he was, he's, like, kind of like a serial, like a serial killer, and that's why he has a cabin, and he... Luro, Luro's, like women, so like these, women, yeah, yeah, these women think they're gonna like sleep with a guy, have a fun night, and he probably like kills him. I don't know. Well, I mean, I was,
1: I was already kind of thinking that I'm like, oh no, Elaine, you might end up being a whole different movie than you think,
0: yeah, run, yeah, run? <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are just my little theories about the movie.
1: Yeah, and the professor's name, I just realized, his name was Wayne.
0: Oh, Wayne. Yeah, that seems like a serial killer name. (laughs) And
1: I think also a double entendre on top of that as well, Wayne. Oh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So do you have any theories about this movie?
1: Uh, I have a bizarre one, if you're curious.
0: Yes, I'm totally curious.
1: So Elaine is part of an occult that turns out they're doing everything they can to get rid of the bad men in the world.
0: Oh, okay. You know what? That is not too far-fetched.
1: Really? I thought it was very far-fetched. I'm like, what am I, trying to make an Love Witchiverse?
0: I mean, I can kind of see it. (laughs) I feel like if, like um, Anna, the director had more of a budget, maybe she would have wrote that in. Or if she ever gets another budget to make a film like this, she would probably write it in. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Here, there she goes, like listening. By the way, if you are listening to the industry or a coffin cast, hi. Say her name correctly, Ann Billen, right, Ann Billen?
0: Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. I'm not good at pronouncing names, so...
1: Oh, Anna <laughs> Biller, my bad, Anna Biller.
0: Anna Biller. Um, yes, hi, if you're watching, you're really cool.
1: <laughs> or in this case, listening.
0: Listening, sorry. Listening. No,
1: okay, we'll get at a point that everybody can be watching and listening.
0: Yeah. True. True. <laughs> uh,
1: you're welcome for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I don't need I don't need writer's credit, but you you can take <laughs> that if you will. I don't <laughs> mind. I I would actually be flattered. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed my recommendation on this film.
1: Yeah, I'm actually curious about more of your re- recommendations. And if possible, we could do this as a Monday. And don't worry, we're not going to call it. It's a mad, 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 maddy Monday. Okay, we're not going to do that, please.
0: That'd be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will do this again. And film, I mean, talk about more... Um, horror films
1: (laughs) yeah this wasn't really much of a horror film it's just i i well yeah and no at at the same time yeah, it's it's horrifying when when you think about it closely go like oh my gosh i mean this amazing woman and she ends up killing me
0: yeah definitely
1: (laughs) and also with the bad man comment When I mean Batman, I meant men that are bad. That does not equate to all men being bad. And that's the same thing with ladies and the MBs and whatever the heck you want to call yourself these days. (laughs) Same applies.
0: Yes. 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 Thank you so much for having me. It was fun talking about this film.
1: Well, same here. Thank you very much, Maddie, and I just want to wish you an early happy birthday, and do you have a, something coming up? Because I think there's something coming up besides your birthday that you probably want to tell people.
0: Um, I'm releasing my first EP this Friday on my birthday, September 3rd. Um, it's four songs. It is called—it's a very long title. It can be confusing— it's called Happy Songs for Sad People, Slash um, Sad Songs for Happy People. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hope people check it out. <laughs> um, and thank you for the birthday wish.
1: You're welcome, Maddie. Thank you for being on the Industry Horror Coffin cast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was fun. Yes, I hope you have a good rest of
1: the day. And we hope all of you industry horror hearers out there and casual listeners have a wonderful rest of your day as we close the lid on this coffin of the industry horror coffin cast. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And I just realized I didn't really give a rating for this movie. So I can't go as far as saying four and a half out of five, but I give it three and a half out of five swords in the heart tarot cards. As we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I really do appreciate all of you Industry Horror Hears and casual listeners out there. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on Podchaser.com. Also on Stitcher Podcast, you can actually leave a review and also leave us a rating as well. If you do listen on Stitcher Podcast, please leave us a review. Give us five stars. We would really do appreciate it. And also, this episode is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a non-profit that employs autistic adults and disabled people. In the trades of silkscreen printing, making stickers, inventory, and also clean washing screens and even clean squeegees. And also employs people in the industry horror store as well. If you have any sticker needs, or silk screen printing needs, no matter how small or how large your business, please do contact industryhorror.com or industryhorror at gmail.com. If you have a suggestion for a review, please contact industryhoor at gmail.com. You can also contact the social media of Instagram of Industry Whore Coffincast. Just look for at Hearse and you know. Also, you could stop on by the store off a of five one eight East Main Street in downtown Ventura. Thank you all for listening. So until next time.